welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. I'm wicked excited to be here with you today. And I'm just going to dive right into this sucker because uh, this thing has been on my mind. First of all, first of all, I got to get my ass to the gym to do my strength training. But number two, this has been on my mind. And so uh, I'm going to be coming in maybe a little fast and furious <laughs> on this topic. So if you're a loyal listener, you may remember. I don't know, a few months ago, whatever it was, I was doing a podcast episode and I was talking about something. And then I was, I basically said a line that sounded something like this. Ooh, shameless plug. I'm going to do a little shameless plug or something like that. And ever since I said that, because my podcast person, Aaron, <laughs> she heard me say it, <laughs> excuse me. And she made a funny clip of it for me. Because right after I said it, it was something like this. Oh, I'm going to do a shameless plug. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> shameless plug. Burr, burr, burr. Right? And she thought it was so funny. And she made a little clip of it. But it got me to thinking about something that I think is wicked important. So I want to send this out to the creatives, the entrepreneurs, the business owners, the people who um, naturally get curious and enthusiastic and excited about things in the world. I also want this to be a little love letter to people who are trying to create things in the world, who have dreams, who have big dreams or small dreams. Um, they want to become writers. They want to do something new that's scary, like whatever. Th this is just a love letter from my heart to yours. Uh, I'll start with uh, why I want to talk about it a little bit. Uh, maybe I'll tell a story, a quick story or two. But I think it's super duper important. Because I think the world and some of the people in the world, especially the people unfortunately closest to us, have a way of just shitting on your dreams and trying to shut you down. They try to shut you up, shit on you, and shut you down. And they don't think, they don't always do it on purpose. Sometimes they do out of their own stuff or whatever. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Also, there's this this factor, which is like, it's not cool. Somehow it, it it's not cool to get too excited about what you're up to or whatever. I'm like, well, I'm not interested in being cool. I'm just interested in being myself. So let me let me touch back on this concept of uh, shameless plugs. Right after I said that, I thought to myself, why should there be any shame at all around sharing what I'm up to? I think sometimes people forget, uh, I don't forget because I've been running my business for over 20 years, but like I'm a business person. Like I have a business as a spiritual mentor, as an integrative hypnotist, as a life coach, as a speaker, as a, I'm not making money off of writing yet, yet, 
But, you know, I'm a writer. I have a podcast. I'm a yoga teacher. I do workshops and transformational retreats. I'm a fucking business. And I think sometimes people like like to forget about that, especially if, you know, I'm on social media and I'm usually posting about my puppy, Bunchy, or, you know, hey, check out this cool new air fryer I just got or vegan stuff. But when you go to sell something, when you go to promote something that you've been working hard on, something that you're fucking jazzed about and wicked excited about, the ego mind can get a little weird, not only in your own head, but in other people's heads. And it's like, uh, like, meh, meh, meh. so we start to feel some shame around sharing what is lighting us up, what we have been working on behind the scenes, what we've been creating and crafting and how we feel called to serve. And so I caught that little bloop, that little bloop, that little, that bumped me out of my head when I'm like, why do I feel the need to right after I say, hey, you guys, I want to tell you about this new offer or this new space where I'm doing this thing called the experience or the quest, my one-to-one offer or the nest, my membership or the own your magic retreat. Why did I feel the need to like smooth that edge and make fun and go like, oh, shameless plug. I shouldn't have any shame around sharing what the fuck I'm up to and what's lighting me up and the magic I'm creating and the way that I want to serve and the way that I want to help human beings and animals and the ways that I make money and the ways that I keep a roof over my head and feed my furry kids and help, you know, like the whole shebang. We have such a weirdness sometimes around it. And I think like one of the things for me in 2023 was like, I just, I leave myself this little note. Look at this. It just says, I can't wait to share the magic. This is a little little cheerleading note to myself. I can't wait to share the magic. So whether you know about human design or not, I, I like to think of things of like astrology and human design and tarot cards and different ways of kind of interacting with the world, the universe, the stars, the planet, spirit, whatever. Um, you know, I think of these things in fun ways. I think of them as tools and ways to kind of learn more about ourselves, right? When people say, oh, I'm a Libra and da 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 or oh, in human design, I'm a generator, whatever. So what I've heard from my super smarty pants um, human design people is one of the things about being a generator, which is what I am, is that we generate energy. We light up the world by being lit up by what lights us up. We light up the world by allowing ourselves to be lit up by what actually lights us up. And it reminds me of a piece of the poem, Wild Geese, where Mary Oliver says, the brilliant Mary Oliver says, you know, just let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. And that's what I'm doing in 2023. It's not that I'm out here trying to do it unapologetically and all. I don't need to put any kind of... um disclaimer on it. I'm just allowing myself to naturally follow my curiosity, my excitement, my joy, my enthusiasm, my energy. And I'm just going to say, hey, this is what I'm up to and let the chips fall where they may. Let people do with it whatever they want to do with it. But why should we feel any kind of shame about promoting our business, about promoting our art, or our music or our ideas or what we're what we're participating in or a group we created or you know a song that you wrote or a book that you wrote or like whatever the world really tries to keep you in its place you know the way that the ego does things it's almost like 
who are you to get too big for your britches? Who do you think you are? Right. Who do I think I am? I'm a fucking child of God. That's who I am. Right. I, I'm an extension of love. I'm an extension of the universe. And so are you. So who are we not to, as my brilliant friend Marianne Williamson says, right? Who are you not to? Mm -mm. Because when we shine our lights, we automatically give other people permission to do the same thing. Now, there have been a couple of times in my life, and, and I've told this story, I think, once before. Um, it's happened to me a couple of times in my life and I don't need to name names, but I will say this, there have been times in my life when, you know, um, so I was in writing classes, uh, when I was out in LA, I took a writing class at UCLA. It was like UCLA, uh, university of California, Los Angeles. It was the extension campus. And I was taking a creative writing class with, um, um, with a brilliant teacher. I just, I just adored her. Barbara Abra. Abercrombie. <laughs> I have a few of her books. And she and I are still friends on Facebook to this day. And she was such a brilliant teacher. And one of the homework assignments she gave us was to start calling ourselves writers. Now you can just imagine my nervous system was like, like what? Like what? Like I come from Lawrence, Massachusetts, Boston, Massachusetts, right? Where you're not, there's like no allowing yourself to be special, right? And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bagging on New Englanders or mass holes or whatever, because hello, hashtag, you know, evolved mass hole over here. But there can be kind of this vibe or this attitude. It's like, oh, look at you. You think you're fucking special. You think you're too good for us. You think you're whatever. Now you move away to California. And now you're a writer, like whatever the thing is, right? It's just a tone. It's just a tone and an attitude. And you just kind of come to expect it. And so sensitive kids, right? Like we always had to kind of brace ourselves against it and then be extra fucking brave to go out and do the different thing or the weird thing or the unexpected thing. Because people are like, why would you want to do that? You know what I mean? So I remember being out in LA and getting the homework assignment. To, we got to start calling ourselves writers, like make it real for ourselves, like claim it. It's like writers write. Are you writing? Yes. Are you turning in pages? Yes. You're a writer, right? And at the same time, I had gotten a little piece uh, published in the San Diego, I think it was the San Diego, uh, I don't know what it was called, but one of these little newspapers or whatever. And so I was like, okay, I got my first little published piece. I was proud of myself. And I come back East uh, to visit, right? I leave LA holiday visit, whatever it was. And I remember going into uh, like a restaurant, a fast food place or whatever. I was with some family members and um, there was a cute kid working at the register when we, when I went to place my order. And I didn't think anybody behind me could hear me. And he was cute. And I thought he's a perfect stranger. And I was like, all right, I'm going to try. I'm going to try on saying out loud that I'm a writer and I'm going to, I'm going to do my homework assignment so I can say I did it, you know, like good student and whatever. And uh, so I come up to the, to the register and of course we start flirting with each other. He was really cute. <laughs> so we start flirting with each other. And then, you know, I was really tan and stuff like that from being in LA. And you could tell like, you, you know, you're not from around here. We were at some place in New Hampshire or whatever. And uh, he said to me, so we, you know, shooting the shit. I could clearly saw what he did for work at the time anyways. Um, and he said to me, so what do you do? And I was like, okay, this is it. The big moment. And I remember my hat was pounding in my chest and I blurred out, I'm a writer. And he's like, you're a writer. He's like, wow, like cool. You know? 
And just as I say it, the person behind me, one of one of my my family members, leans over my shoulder and says, "She's not a fucking writer. She's a waitress," and just starts laughing. And I was so humiliated, and I was so embarrassed, and it was like I just felt my I just felt my whole internal like my whole nervous system just contracted and constricted and shut down. And that world of possibility, that world of imagination and dreaming, that world that it could be possible. Like I can feel the emotion stirring inside of me right now as I tell this story. Um, I just felt my world shrink. I just felt myself get small and feel small. And um, it was like a punch to the fucking gut, man. It was, it was brutal. And it's happened to me more than once. And it taught me the lesson to be very mindful, I think it was Brene Brown who said at some point, you know, be careful about who you share your shame with. Not everybody has earned the right to your stories, those really vulnerable places. I say it to writers all the time as a gate, I'm a, I'm a gateless writing instructor, right? And so I often say to writers when I have writing workshops, like be very mindful about who you share your craft and your art and your work with, your words with. Like we want to make sure it's in tender hands and good hands and hands that fucking delight in you, as my friend Linda Tai says. Um, and that's why I have gateless writing workshops is so that I can create that space for people to come in and share those stories. Because in the beginning, they're so they're not that the writing is fragile. But the dream attached to that, the vulnerability attached to sharing your most inner world and thoughts and stories and um, all of it. It's like it, that stuff is like in the wrong hands. It will stop a kid in their tracks. It will stop a person in their tracks from becoming and pursuing their art and their craft if it's not recognized. You know, and there's that old saying that, you know, Jesus could not perform miracles. I don't know. It's somewhere. I guess it's somewhere in the Bible. But I heard it and I've, I've loved it ever since uh, because I love the concept, the spiritual universal concept that it shares, which is like Jesus couldn't perform miracles in his own hometown. And I'm like, yeah, because those suckers could not see him as he was. They could not see him for who he was and what he was capable of. They're just like, oh, that's the kid who's the cop and dad. Right? That's the guy that bangs, bangs nails, you know, with a hammer. He just like builds shit like they just could not could not see him in his glory and what he was capable of. And so when we're trying to claim that, we have to be wicked careful about who we're sharing it with because they will uh, say things that if you're not careful, if you do not have internal stabilizers in place, if you do not have balcony people in place, these are all things we talk about in the nest, right? And when I work with people one-to-one, -one, if you don't have those things in place, a little spiritual fortitude, right? Um, it can be really easy to feel ashamed or embarrassed or weird or guilty or different. And, and you won't want to share what you're up to and what you love and what you're on fire about and what you're creating. And I really want to help people. I did a, um, I did a training on unshaming with a brilliant David Bedrick. And I really, really think it's so important because so many of us walk around with shame and it comes from our culture. It often comes from our family. Sometimes if you were in an organized religious situation, it comes from that. There's a thousand ways we can be shamed by ourselves and others in, in, in the world around us. And I really love, I really love helping people to unshame themselves 
So this is kind of an episode celebrating that for me, where I'm saying like, I'm not going to feel shame around the fact that I have a business that I've been in business for over 20 some odd years that um, I'm good at what I do. And I love what I do. And I'm constantly trying to be better at what I do. So when I create an offering, it's my way of loving people. Like, oh, I'm getting emotional. It's my way of loving people and serving people and putting stuff out in the world. And not that I need to um, explain it, but you know, I want to have a shit ton of money. People always like, oh, spirituality, like money. I'm like, money isn't bad. Money is neutral. Money is energy. Money is a means for me to do good in the world. The more money um, I have, the more good I can do. The more I can um, support myself and my family, right? Set aside so there's a little bit of, you know, stability and shit like that. Get your teeth fixed if you need to. Take Maybe take a little vacation, like whatever. But also, you know, it's nice to be able to do things for other people and other animals and to, to be able to be generous. You can be so much more generous when you have a surplus of means, when you have more cash. <laughs> so here's what I want to say to you guys. If you have something that has been lighting you up, that you've been wanting to shout out about, that you've been wanting to sell or share or promote or whatever, you get to do that without feeling ashamed about it. You get just to be your wonderful, beautiful, weird, fabulous self and say, raise your hand and say, hey, this is what lights me up. This is how I like to help other humans or animals or whatever. This is my ministry or mission or uh, mandate in the world. This is how I'm doing what I am called to do, what excites me. So I love sharing the magic. And so you might hear me talking more about the things that I'm offering, my own your magic retreat, my, you know, the quest, my one-to-one -one, uh, spiritual mentoring and hypnosis stuff, right? Coming to, to, to my in-person space, my beautiful new space, which I'm wicked excited about to have the experience, to have a writing workshop, whatever it is. So, you know, little, little pink permission slip, a little hall pass from my hat to yours. But also, right, just be aware, like I said, there's going to be times when you're going to share it and you're going to think, well, this should be safe because I'm sharing it with my friends or with my family. But man, the psychology that goes on in, in the minds of people we quote unquote know and love, right? They think sometimes they're being helpful. They think they're trying to save you from ruin or... um embarrassment or not being successful and they'll say things to shit on your dreams or to try and get you to shut up or to try and get you to sit down, not take up too much space in the world. And you'll be like, my closest people. And I'm like, yeah, it blows, right? And this is why finding other communities of people who are doing the same thing that you are, who are excited about the same kinds of things that you are, can be so good, but like a little distance. And sometimes you get lucky, man. Sometimes you have parents that totally support your dreams and believe in your dreams. Sometimes you get blessed with siblings who are like, my sister is the best or my cousin or my brother or whoever, right? Family members who just think you're the bee's knees and, and the cat's meow and the cat's pajamas, you know what I'm saying? And, and what a gift that is. Sometimes your best friends don't actually want you to succeed because they get jealous, because they have envy, because their sense of self cannot handle you shining too bright. 
And if that's the case, it's time to get some new friends. It's time to get at least one balcony person in your life who's going to cheerlead you and celebrate you and say yes, because it makes all the difference in the world. Now, here's the thing. With social media, everybody and their brother, everybody and their aunt and their cousin and their brother and whoever thinks that they get to have a say. So if you post something publicly, you're immediately opening yourself up, right? To their feedback, to their comments, to their ridicule. Here's the thing. That's why there's a damn delete button. You don't owe anybody anything. You don't have to take their abuse, their bullshit, their belittling you. You don't have to listen to their commentary. You get to put a comma in their commentary by saying, nope, this is not open for discussion. I didn't ask you for your fucking opinion. You know what I'm saying? It's like sometimes the most loving thing you can do is go, nope, delete, not on my watch. Especially if you also see somebody trying to shit on the dreams of somebody else. Mm -mm, mm -mm, not on my watch, not going to happen. I'm like, why don't you focus on your own paper and go do your own art or go do your own business or keep your eyes on your own paper and let this little seed that's been planted. And that's the thing, right? When people put something out into the world, it's like they're planting a little seed and that thing needs sunshine and it needs support. It needs good light and it needs water and it needs nurturing and nutrients. It doesn't need somebody dumping a bunch of manure on it, so much so that it completely covers it and ruins it and kills it. Because countless dreams have been destroyed by an unkind, misplaced, unconscious, or sometimes purposefully cruel comment. So I want you to know that I believe in you, that I'm cheerleading for you, that I want you to trust that instinct, that I want you to follow your joy, right? And who am I in your life? I don't know. You, I just might be a voice to you <laughs> over some device. But listen, we're all in this together. So I'm championing that dream, right? I want people to express themselves, to share what they love, because this is how we light up the world. Of Course in Miracles says, you are the light of the world. And when we feel lit up from within, oh my God, it's like, is there anything greater? So you guys, I'm going first and I'm just coming right out and saying, no more shame around these things. If you have shame around these things, hey, hit me up and come work with me, right? <laughs> it's, why, it's why I have office, it's why I have programs. Oh, that is not, see, no shame around plugging that. And that's the thing. I'm not going to feel sorry or bad anymore about the fact that I believe that I can help people, right? The work that I do as a spiritual mentor, as an integrative hypnotist, as a life coach, uh, you know, this is coaching the conscious and unconscious mind. This is helping with subconscious reprogramming. This is pattern interrupts to change the way that you've been thinking and believing and the stories you've been telling and the things that you've been doing. This is rewiring in new neural networks in your brain to create new empowering beliefs that will change you and your life. And why would I not want to shout that from the rooftops? Why would I not want to let everybody know about it? So here we go, right? There's no shame in this plug at all. 
because I'm totally jazz and I'm totally excited. And I'll just say this, the people I've been working with um, have been getting really incredible, tangible results. And if you want to read a couple of them on my new, um, it's not, the quest has been around. It's just, I just redid the whole web page and all that stuff. That's why I recently did a post said introducing the quest. Well, the quest isn't new. It's just the, the web page and the way I'm talking about it and the design and stuff is new. So that pat was exciting. Um, but if you go on to karenkenny.com slash quest, Q-U-E-S-T, you'll see right on that page a few stories of some of my, my recent clients and the transformations that they've had and the way that this work has impacted their life and changed their life and their relationships and their work uh, and all of it for the better. And so I encourage you to go check it out if you've been curious about working with me. I also, for locals, we have the experience right? A three-hour in-person session, which is so fun, bringing together all the different tools, the somatics, the subconscious reprogramming, the spiritual mentoring, the science, the brain science, all that stuff, uh, which is kind of across everything, which also shows up in my retreat. The great thing about my retreat is anybody can come to that, right? You just, you, you, some of you might have to travel and fly in, but it's a three-day weekend event coming up. It is the Own Your Magic Retreat, whereas a lot of these things I'm talking about, we're going to experience there. And it's being held at the most beautiful uh, grand resort and spa, the Mountain View Grand in Whitefield, New Hampshire. It's like out surrounded by the White Mountains of New Hampshire. They're majestic. It's brilliant and beautiful spot. It's going to be three days of owning your magic and really kind of transforming your story to your glory. So I'm super duper excited about that. So you guys, I hope this is a, encourages you to also step forward and to speak up and to shout out what you're up to and what you're excited about and how you feel called to serve. And there's no shame in this. This is your individual curriculum. This is like you are here for a purpose and on purpose and you have shit to do in the world. And so I hope you find some people around you that encourage you, but most importantly, that you start to do the inner work that you need to do so you can show up in your life, so you can show up in your business in alignment incongruency because those are the things that give you stability and courage and confidence to step out and say, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is what I offer. This is how I help. And this is what's lighting me up. This is how I extend love out to the world. So thank you so much for tuning in, you guys. I love you. I celebrate you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Wherever you go, right? Leave yourself. Leave yourself the people in your life, the animals you encounter, the environment that you live in better than how you found it. Wherever you go, may your presence, your attitude, your energy, your light be a blessing. Bye. Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days and let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. 
And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing.